Hello and welcome to the Acolytes of Merlin. For this episode, we will be discussing, as we have been, the Wheel of Time, and this is Book 8, The Path of Daggers. And, Johnny, we, we can't fill an episode with the path of daggers. We're just... Me, we're, well, yeah. We're just, we're just not going to do... <laughs> we're not going to be able to do it with the next book either. You're right. And I I mean, if we can't do it with either of those... <laughs> oh, yeah. Can we just, like... I, I, I want, kind of want the next episode to be about book 11. So can we, like, you know, just power through these three books all right so we can make it one book then okay uh so we are your hosts john and johnny and this is the episode for the path of winter's twilight book nine and three quarters of the wheel of time (laughs) yes i'm I'm glad you went with that (laughs) all right so so we actually will be talking about books eight nine and ten of this episode we will yes (laughs) because there's per we're about to discuss and those of you that have read the books know there's just not a lot to say (laughs) yes um on the whole, it's it's not clear exactly how it should have been done, but I think that the series would have been made better if the five books from 7 to 11 had been condensed down to, at most, three. Yeah, so let's, like, just kind of do a... We talked about the slog bef- as it's... Yeah, I think we've, before, yeah, but we've I, already... But I, I kind of want to go in... And I, I, I might have gone into this with the Cross um, of Swords discussion but i think for me there's several there's several overarching plot lines that could have either been rearranged shortened entirely cut out mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. The, the big one that i'm thinking of is the in six through eight in particular and i'm including six because the whole Ibudar and bowl of the wind section I really think that that should have been strictly a book seven thing, mm-hmm. uh, and that yes, yeah, you it, feel it, strongly about that. Yeah, just because it, I, I, I just remember reading Lord of Chaos, and I'm like, wait, something big's supposed to happen at the end of this book. Why are they going on a side quest right now? And at the end of book seven, you get the golem fight, but I'm like, they're still on the side quest, <laughs> <laughs> and it finally gets resolved. And what was a cool scene because when they actually use the bull, I think it's the first time we actually see Lincoln described. Is it? Um, Maybe not. I don't know. No, 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 no. I don't they, think so. Yeah. No, because so. there's a one of the bubbles of evil in Saladar. Yes. Yeah, they had to do it. Um, um, they at least describe yeah. it somewhat, not in as much detail. But mm, this was definitely on a uh, on a whole nother level. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, it, again, the the whole dark one touching the world uh, thing is 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 really good in concept. But I just don't think that the way it was executed was was great. Like, maybe if there had been, like, a section of the world that was literally, like, burning, like, if, like, ma- I don't know, like, mass forest fires or just some, 
some sort of like mm. actual like a more something that felt more tangible to the plot than uh, something that felt more tangible to the plot than oh the weather's getting kind of weird we need to stop it yeah but massive forest fires aren't realistic no no there's there's no such thing as well, <laughs> I'm not going to even start no. the, this. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but, I, I... but 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 yeah, yes, it, it it obviously worked. It obviously is super applicable and on a conceptual level, like the weather changing stuff. But yes, the how it affect, how it interacts with the plot is kind of like I don't really feel any tension because it's not really affecting the main characters, no. other than every once in a while someone will be like. Oh man, it's really hot outside. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like every once in a while, and <laughs> I mean, you 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 mentioned with with the bubbles of evil. How you you had an issue with the bubbles of evil, didn't you? I, I'm more than especially once you get later on in the series, they kind of feel like filler. Like it's like, oh, we need an action scene here. Here's a bubble of evil. I, it's like I know that at least none of the main characters are going to die in a bubble of evil, or at least they could. Mm-hmm. But none, none of the ma- like, given precedence, like unless you were to completely change his writing pattern, <laughs> like it's not Martin where you have, yeah. But I, but I'm the, the reason I say that is because maybe he could have made it so that the weather caused those moments of dark one anxiety as opposed to. Random that's bubbles true. of evil. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, so it's more of like um, an actual like tr- quote unquote trend. Yeah, and, and it's not mutually exclusive either. He could, he could have had both. Right. No. That. No. That's true. I don't know. Um, it, yeah. It is just is kind of just throughout the series. You have it building up to heat, and then in the middle of this long book we're talking about today, it goes from it goes from really hot to really cold. Oh yeah. That's right. Um, so it's I it's it's okay. It's it, it's okay. It's, it's just it, it might have been able to add something, uh, and and it didn't add it something as much. Nah, that makes no sense. No, I, I think I get what you're saying. Um, okay, so oh no, the uh, so the arc that I think should be entirely cut out starts in this book. Yes, or Path of Daggers at least. The it's, it starts at the end of Path of Daggers. The, I mean, we'll, we'll get into this more with nine and ten, mm-hmm. but the Fayil kidnapping arc is my least favorite part of the entire. Well, besides whenever Val and Luca in the circus are on screen, the circus, the circus is the circus is the worst part. But it's not really an enti- It's not really an arc. He just kind of pops up every once in a while, whereas this is an entire arc. In which our characters are supposed to have like real development, it, it, that is just awful and <laughs> uninteresting. Doesn't go anywhere. I know she's not gonna die. Like, and it's those annoying subvillain with Savannah that is in charge of this plot, anyways. And <laughs> yeah, it's and especially since I mean he's there on some. Uh, he's he's already in, there in on a Gelden. side quest. <laughs> he's already on a yeah. side. Yeah, something that just does not it's... have much um, yeah, tension. And it's like we, we don't really want to see him there. He's he's there to 
um, deal with the prophet, and he's doing a really bad job. Yeah, and it's which is funny because you have like Barrelane, who's this like master manipulator, negotiator type, pearly sheet that such like type person, and even she like no one really does anything particularly well. Yeah, to be to be fair <laughs> though, the, the the prophet is. Extremely different from anyone Berylene has right, yes. really dealt with. Right, that's true. I mean, I mean, he doesn't operate along any sort of logical motivation. Yeah, so, I'm I not mean, sure how you would really. Yeah, so that's get true. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, but the one thing that good thing that comes out of it is near the end when he's um, when Perrin is uh, torturing that one Shido for yes. information. Mm-hmm. Um, that was an important moment in his character development. Yes. It well, just for, did uh, not need to be in that context. Yes, yeah, yes, agreed. Yeah, we can talk a little bit more about that, because that's... Spo- spoilers for what I'm going to say, that's one of two things that happens in book 10 <laughs> that, are, that have any consequence at all. But, um, <laughs> but let's, yeah, we'll, but, uh, we'll stick with yes, uh, story A little lines. bit sequential. So we can t- or, oh, yeah, that's we'll fine, talk, yeah. We'll talk about uh, Perrin now. Yeah, okay, all right, you know what, let's, all right, let's just do all of Perrin. Okay, so all of Perrin for The Path of Wonders Twilight. So, yeah, the prophet's done. But it's not as dumb as the kidnapping arc. But we can talk about that moment now, just because it is the only mm-hmm. real significant moment in this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's short and sweet, really. It's 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 basically payoff for his beginning with the uh, axe and hammer and that whole symbolic nature of his. Character. Yes, which is really starts. I mean, it starts technically book one, but book three is where you really start to see that imagery of the axe and the hammer. Mm-hmm. Oh, because there's that scene with him in the forge and uh, kind of him wavering a little bit of, well, I could go back to the like hammer, and then he it's the axe for a while, mm-hmm. <laughs> or that a lot of the mixture, but largely the axe, <laughs> and um, he. And and book three is, I believe, also when he meets. It might be book two, uh, when he meets the guy that came down with the same thing and is in the cage, and he's um, just like I totally I think given over to the wolf side. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's book I think three that's too. book three. Yeah, um, where it it becomes clear eventually that it it's kind of about him. Li- being afraid of literally becoming more wolfish yes. but on a more deep seated level it's more about losing command, con- yeah. yeah command uh, humanity and command of himself yes. and worried about losing the restraint that he has Put upon himself. Yes, because that's the first scene you meet, and that still sticks out to me. Book one is him saying, like, basically saying, "I can't, I must not hurt people because I'm big and have big muscles." <laughs> so at the end of the arc, he 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 discards one implement one implement for efficiently killing people for an equally efficient for for an implement that's equally efficient at killing people <laughs> with the hammer. Yeah. And I think but, the idea is that the hammer 
is also you can create with it also yeah but you can also like chop chop, down tree chop wood with a hammer or with an axe you can't no you can't chop down wood with a hammer yeah but yes you can try i guess it could work but an axe is better yeah i don't know why i said that But yeah, you, um, but yeah, that, but you, the the points there. I, yeah, it, no, that's that's I, nitpicky. Yeah, no, yeah, but I mean, and that's what it's more just funny. Like I, the symbolism is super important, and it is in Perrin's arc is really interesting. Overall, the problem, like the problem with Perrin's arc, I feel like is that, and I said this, he so he's like my favorite character from books one through like three. It's like ninety from like four through. Six or seven ish. Um, we'll talk about my favorite from there on when we get to the end. Mm-hmm. But um, but he doesn't. Well, because he's not really. In, he doesn't just really. He doesn't do a lot in four through. Or well, I guess four is like his main character thing for Perrin. Yeah, and but, between well, four and five, he had like an average time. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, then like, yeah, like five, he's not in, well, he's not in five, and then six, he doesn't really do a lot character growth-wise. I mean, there's the moment with like, I think Fayol's parents is in that book, but, um, and then you get this, the kind of, more, another turning point in the humanity self-control violence arc, but it just takes so long to get there, and it's so tedious. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, why are we here? I don't care about Fael. I don't care about more gays. Why is she still a thing? Why, like... Like, so... Yeah, and... And the Galena thing was also... Uh, she's also annoying. Because she's she like... I mean, she was like... Rage inducing before, and she manages to still be annoying even as she's being tormented by somebody, which is vaguely satisfying, but yes. it's also it also overstays its welcome. Yes, well, and that's kind of like I that pretty much sums up why we're doing the path of winter's twilight. Well, uh, the path of winter's twilight is just. Everything in, I mean, particularly everything in this section of the series in general overstates its welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, uh, as just a, there are exceptions, but as a general rule, I mean, ironically, the best part of these three books is like a twenty, a fifteen to twenty page long section. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, but um, oh, yeah, I, I well, was it though? It, it was probably like. Nah, it was probably like forty pages. Yeah, it's probably longer, but yeah. and but yeah, Galena, I staying on her just for a minute. I yeah, I. But the thing is, in Lord of Chaos, it's different because she's uh, she's actually super threatening because she's just captured the dragon and like she's captured and effectively neutralized the like Rand for all intents and purposes, mm-hmm. and, and like they're gonna permanent and has plans to permanently neutralize him. Which they could do. Mm-hmm. So, or which, like, she slash Elida had, they had, like, the capability to do that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's, so, yeah, it's just annoying and all her trying to outmaneuver Morgaze and Fael and, um, who's the, is it, who's the other one with, is another, maybe it's not, maybe there's not somewhere, someone else like side character with them 
Oh, oh, uh, oh, oh, Morgaze and Fael and and Lini. Well, oh yeah, Lini's with them. Lini's with them. Um, Um, If I throw, actually, partially throw Swain in the mix of Swain, Morgaze, Galena, Jordan's trying to like do this thing with. Powerful people who have been mm, broken. Yep, and he just doesn't do it as well as Martin does. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean the yeah, yeah. Agreed. Um, the the other broken person I would kind of throw into that mix is Logan. Um, yeah, which that, yeah. which we will not. There really isn't a lot to say right now. Well, the uh, but, but the, as far as God, but the. Difference. Yes, the the difference with Loghain is that he was broken so early. That's true, and we, so we mostly saw we we still really saw his rise. That's true. Yeah, we 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 never saw him at his peak before because when we first see him on like on quote unquote on screen, it's when he's captive in book one. Right. So so yeah, that makes sense. That, yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I yeah I and more gays in particular is cause I think the thing more gays is since Elaine is a thing, it's like well what is the like what do you, like what do you do like unless you're there to mentor her at some point what's the like what's the point of what like right because okay. you could say that you keep more gays around because for some reason. Her not dying affects things in Andor, but everyone thinks she's dead. Right, so it well, doesn't matter even in I, that I, sense. Honestly, the most the most inter- a more interesting thing that he could have done with more gays is if he had. I mean, this would have caused different. Pl- he would have had to rearrange other plot things. But if the White Clothes had succeeded in like basically letting her let an army into Andor, yeah, like that would have been like because that would have had like an actual a political. And like warlike effect, mm-hmm. like there would have been consequences instead of. And you know what could have been interesting is is if like they had they they put a military presence into Andor, and because Andor is so important, they sent a lot of guys. Um, and it's because of that loss of ma- manpower that oh, they're the, unable to fend off the Shamsha. Yep, that yeah that. That would have been interesting, but you know, and I don't think they could have fended off the Shire. No, no, regardless, no, but I, no. I, I mean, no one would have. Per, per <laughs> as we'll get to, like the like my second favorite part of these three books. No, <laughs> no one, no one at this point was like going to was able to do that. Um, um, there's not, and then so with Elaine. <laughs> There's so, not much to say because really, she, she after the Bowl of the Winds. Um, no, that was okay. That was a really because not so we're completely crapping on these books. That was a really cool scene, and the whole like mini nuke with the close with Avienda closing the gate was awesome. Yes, <coughs> like that. But didn't Elaine do that? Or, yeah, no, no, I think yeah, Elaine no, did no. That. It's Elaine. Sorry. Oh yes, no, because right that how he wrote that scene was really cool, and where you have the Shanshan trying to get through the gateway. And Elaine, Brigitte, and Avi, I think, yeah, Elaine, Brigitte, and I think Avienda as well are kind of riding around 
trying to like stop them while Elaine closes the gate. And, like, because I think Avian's, like, throwing magic at them and then, like, fireballs and stuff and then mm-hmm. Brigitte's, like, shooting at them. Like, it, that's a really cool scene the way he writes that. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, yeah. So, Elaine, yeah. All right, so we'll do Elaine now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, aside from her, I mean, she's really, she she's just trying to solidify her hold on the throne yeah. you know, by, by trying to, you know, corral the nobles. Yeah. The the thing with it just it doesn't work it doesn't work for me like I I mean the pacing is just not the, is, and is, the, is the, uh, the bad yeah and, and honestly I could deal with the pacing being slower except I didn't ever believe that she was not gonna be queen like I didn't think I didn't ever I I didn't ever I mean there were some mo I guess there were a couple <laughs> moments but like. I didn't ever really feel attention of she's gonna lose. I mean, and I I don't know. Is isn't that kind of how we feel about everything in this? Series? I guess that okay. All right, all right. That's fair. I, I I guess then I guess how we get. I guess the so, I guess the difference maybe is some of the other. Things like that are a little more interesting. So, like, Egwene solidifying her power with Aes Sedai. There's consequences, and the maneuvering is a little more interesting. And you actually... I feel like you... The other Aes Sedai... I feel like the other Aes Sedai, like, Bolaine and, um... Uh... Who's the other, like... Um... Uh... Ramonda, Rwanda, oh, Ramonda... Oh, Ramonda and Lulaine? Yeah, that, that like... About them? That basically, the Elaine, Elaine's solidifying power and political scenes feel more interesting because it, just Egwene's. the way... Or, is I say... Yeah, sorry. <laughs> God. Egwene's... <laughs> Egwene's political maneuverings with the eyes that I feel more interesting because I actually feel like there's more consequences to that. Whereas Elaine loses one noble I, I, or I don't really know who any of these nobles are so I don't have any sort of connection uh, and yeah, there's a lot of Aes Sedai too, but with the nobles in particular, it, it's it's just I, I I don't get the tension or like there are some well written scenes with it, but I I just don't I never really got that tension with her storyline. I guess like I, I I find I guess both Ran Ran and Egwene's political maneuvering stuff to be more interesting. Ran's because it's like super dynamic because there's he ends up he gets power in lots of different ways and Egwene's maneuverings are more interesting because there's just because well because the tower schism is also just more interesting I don't know if because because I was as you were saying that I was trying to work through my feelings about it because I I don't think that it's for me it's for Egwene versus Elaine it's not about consequences or the lack thereof. consequences isn't the right word on the it, it, it just it, it feels like Egwene is playing chess yes, and Elaine yes. is not yes that's a yes that's a really good way to put it she's just she, she is needing to make Elaine's needing to make moves but they're not they're not moves in anticipation of moves and anticipation of moves. It's it's I, just she's it, she's trying to be like, okay, let me focus on this noble and get them. Let me focus on this noble and get them. And it's right. mostly there's not really any subterfuge involved. No, with it. well and I think part of that is we we understand a little bit better 
the in, how the internal politics of the Aes Sedai work and like what matters and what doesn't and while it matters like if if and he lays that out a little bit better of oh well she needs to get these this many votes on the count uh, on her council in order to get something through and we 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 just understand like if if she she has to keep Elaine and Ramonda at each other's throats because she can't get one of them have too much power and we just because that because they actually could basically make her a like impotent ruler mm-hmm. so, ruler so to speak yeah whereas so you are, I feel like we understand the underlying politics a little bit better with the ISI right whereas I, I mean I I don't like it with Elaine I'm like okay if what what is so she's trying to win this noble's vote? She needs ten major houses. I they they're just like lists of they're just like a list of names that I don't really have any connection exactly. to. Exactly, we've we've got um, we've had more time to get to know the I, many of the Aes Sedai around Egwene, and even the ones that are new, we're we're more fo- like like Ramanda and Lelaine, we're more focused on them. Yes, it's, it's like we we okay. There are just like these 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 two people. Okay, I get it, and they're they're like they're like a, a, against each other. Okay, I can I can picture that. Whereas it's like, oh, this is noble number five. Yeah. This is noble <laughs> well, number, with, it's, with the exception of Dylan. Yeah, yeah, D- Ty- who's, yeah. Who's actually yes, Dylan is pretty cool. Yes, um, I, I I like Dylan. I, I yes. think this is in. I think it's it might be in these books when she basically tears. Brigitte, a new one, which by like pointing out how she's like flaunting herself to get men oh. and <laughs> how other women who are like better at it um, can be more subtle and and get the yeah. same results, and it's just it's it's just like. That- that's, it's, it's so cold. And I love no, it. that's funny. Oh, another Elaine. Another Elaine thing is the 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 Deus Ex Men's Vision <laughs> of of oh, men's vision. yeah of, of I'm safe because men saw that I would live for my babies to be born. And because there's and if you don't, as long as you don't die, nothing bad can happen to you. Right? Didn't yeah. You know so that? It's, so and, and and since the general president has been men's visions have none of them have come not true in some way shape or form it, it just it, it just takes away that tension and and it lets Elaine throw herself into these like situations the main one being where she like gets kidnapped I think it's at the end of book nine or maybe oh um yeah okay well, <laughs> yes, that will be, yeah, that'll be edited out, and I'll stop here. <laughs> Anyways, um, but and then, well, then the other thing for Elaine is she she's with Rand in this book, and she gets pre- pregnant in these books. That's right. Oh, yep. That's and right. And she gets and she uh, takes Elaine, or excuse me, Avienda as her um, first sister, and then they have that uh, ritual that gets them to be first sisters. That, that is was was it's interesting. Yeah, that was, that was, it, interesting because cool. yeah, like I kind of like it overall. I mean, the whole them 
parts of it I was kind of like, this is, I don't know why you needed to write some of this. Yeah, on, on, on the whole but, it felt frivolous, but the way that he wrote the ritual felt very felt felt very refreshingly intimate and just different from the way the rest of the book was going. Yes, no, and and, and my thought that I like I I liked it that something like that was in there, and, and some sort of uh, bonding type ceremony. Mm-hmm. And, and my thought was, well, it would be interesting to see this a, a similar ceremony on like the male side. Uh, I mean, they they would they probably wouldn't just because the. It's not how they operate with the Iel, but um, it's not how they operate with the Jordan. Yeah, or yeah, or with the Jordan. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. We we weren't gonna see that. Yeah, there. But, um, but yeah, that I I like overall. I like it. The it's again parts of it are kind of like okay. Do we? Do we really need? Do they all need to be naked? Do you need to describe all of it? Like, I. But I mean, it's 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 way better than after becoming pregnant. Elaine basically becomes a child oh. for, for, for much of it, especially book nine. Um, yeah. She's just way too emotional, and there's way too much sea folk. And there is way too much sea folk, and I. Yeah, there's too much sea folk, and there's nothing redeeming about the sea folk. I and I'm trying to, yeah, They're just terrible. Uh, and like some, like he, as always, some of Jordan's ideas about how they've handled the one power differently in their hierarchical systems are interesting. Yes, agreed. But they are just the as people. They're just, they just are not, have no redeeming qualities. I, I mean, I, I don't feel that, like, I, I think some of them are kind of cool. I, I, I don't have, like, any, I don't really have any problem with them. But I, it's, but the, but I do remember being, like, oh, well, we're another Seafold negotiation. Right, yeah. Like, what, what's, that's, uh, yeah, they also get to, they also, uh, um, yeah, it's. Yeah. So you had problems with the trade negotiations. Well, the negotiations were short. <laughs> uh, anyway, well, they, they, hey, speaking of bad parts of series, <laughs> um, for those of the caught the Star Wars reference, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't, Elena, I don't really have anything much else to say mm-hmm. as far as she goes. I mean, I, oh, oh yeah, the uh, the bond the bonding. <laughs> Seems cool. Oh, oh yeah, with the, with Rand, with Rand, yeah, Elaine, the, and Min, Min, and Avienda. Yeah, um, I don't actually don't remember anything about that. Scene. Yeah, no, like it, it was cool to like. Yeah, like it, that 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 was a cool scene, and it was. It, I mean, I did. It was really. It was. It was both. It was in a kind of typical Jordan way with how he writes this. Funny and cringy when afterward, when like right afterwards, Lane is Lane's basically like, Rand, take me now," <laughs> and or it's something this else. Is happening. It's, it's something. She says something along the lines of like, "I haven't had my turn yet," or something like that. And and it, but it is I actually mean, a girl should get her turn. Right, I'm not, just saying. And it is actually funny because after that, when Avienda and Min are like feeling it as they're as 
Oh, Vandalian are. <laughs> that was just pretty. That was just like, pretty funny. And isn't yes, Brigitte that... just like drunk? Yeah, no, she... Brigitte's getting affected too because she's Elaine's warder. Oh, that's right. So well, they're yes, all just right. like, yes. that was pretty funny. No, that that again, like a mixture of like going like going back to like the igloo, a mixture of. Or the post-igloo, I think. Or it's a mixture of funny, kind of cool, but kind of cringy. <laughs> like, kind of, I don't really know how I'm supposed to feel about, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> some of those scenes. Like, <laughs> is, is a more major part of the series when Ran takes the sword or when Avienda does? <laughs> oh, man. Well, for okay, all right. For Jordan, it's probably Avienda because how much time does he describe? Does he spend describing Calendor, and how much time does he just does he spend describing braids or where women put cross their arms underneath or how long their dresses are? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, um, so that's okay. it for Elaine. Yeah, what anyways. about Egwene? What about <laughs> yeah, Egwene? I mean, anyone with those kids is going to be great. I mean, <laughs> anyways. Um, that wasn't bad. That was just whatever. Uh, you, said, you said about Egwene? Egwene, yeah. Yeah, I liked Egwene's stuff. Elaine's... Egwene's sections are like the most redeemable... Except for some of the rant, well, besides some of the rant stuff, like Egwene is, I found myself enjoying Egwene's sections the most because of again the political maneuvering, and maybe it was partly that it was it's happening alongside Elaine's political maneuvering, where I'm just like I don't care that a lot of her scenes with her council and the I said I were really cool and interesting, and she does some really interesting maneuvers and. Uh, to like finally get to get them like my favorite scene with that is when she finally gets them to like declare war then we don't see them for <laughs> another <laughs> book which is a whole other thing after we get the biggest cliffhanger of the series so far but yeah and yeah the whole we almost have a situation that we've seen before um, with Egwene not getting a book where she's not a thing at all but she, they he just avoids that by um having something at the very end of winter's heart w- with Egwene finally traveling the whole army to yes and the no no wait, wait that, no, no that, i'm sorry no, no that happens at the end of is it eight i i think it's at the end of I, yeah because, yeah because one because of those they're just like I think they just spend nine and ten just hanging out. Yes, um, they they do outside Tar Valley, which is interesting because initially I was kind of thinking, oh, the fu-, like when she, which it's funny, Jordan doesn't do a lot of cl- really cliffhanger type endings, but that this was like the cliffhanger because it was a book. I think it, yeah, I think it's Pat the Daggers closes like the very last scene is them opening the gateway. To Tarvalin and her riding, yep, yep, um, and her riding through the gate, mm-hmm. and I, I went leaving that book. I was like, oh man, it's about to get real, and I and, and it doesn't, and then, and then it doesn't. <laughs> uh, which I under like the reasons that he then states 
I understand. Oh, well, log- basically logistics. Like I, I, I get it, but it was still like I was so hyped. I also think she's. I was so hyped after that, and I don't really think we actually get much of her in book nine. If we no, all. we really don't. Like is she in maybe one or two scenes, and not a he- not honestly not a heck of a lot in book ten either, except for the one big exception. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um. But. But on the whole, I do like her. Like w- w- my favorite political scene. From so far, the only other one that rivals this scene would be the Rand, uh, was it Corley? What's her name? Uh, Corvette, the um, Colivere, yeah. That scene where where Elaine finally maneuvers them into giving her power to officially declare war and ride to Tarvalin. Do I do I have to like put pictures of Elaine and Egwene in front of you? You you probably should because I'm. I, uh, it, it's it's the E's and their their names both sound like Ain. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Elaine hasn't been casted yet. No, she hasn't. Waiting, That's right. Waiting for that one. That yeah, might, that might be next. It's really the last main one that hasn't. Mm-hmm. She's the only one like A tier or A esque tier character that has not been cast. Have you? Have you? prepared yourself for the forsaken being cast oh man that's that's those are probably going to be the ones i'm I'm most excited to hear about because like the two rivers people uh the two rivers people like it's i'm like cool but like i i don't like um your your character a lot of that is going to be the writers and how they handle their journeys Whereas the Forsaken, it's like, all right, they're they got every time they're on screen, they gotta make the most of it. I I um, know who I want one of them to be. He's an actor that plays uh, the embodiment of death in Supernatural, um, and I think he would make a a good Agonor. Hmm. I think he should be Agonor. Interesting. And uh, you know what? I I, I think that. What they're probably going to do, if they, if they do the Forsaken Resurrections, which I feel like they don't really have to, with the exception of Ishmael, Ishmael and, and, Lan- and, and Lanfear, Lanfear, yeah, the big ones. Um, they might not get different actors for those resurrections. They're probably going to say, "Oh, the Dark One was able to resurrect their body too because of reasons." Yeah, the only well, the only one, the only one, the only one, well, they would have to get new actors for, um, is it Balthanel that becomes the, whose body is a woman, right? Yeah, but that that's something they can the the that whole thing oh, can change. That's yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah. All right. So, anyways. T- <laughs> More tangents. Uh, Okay, no, what they could do is... Wait. Forsaken. No, never mind. That doesn't make sense. Um, uh, Anyway, so... uh, uh, Egwene, I need... Yeah, cool political maneuvering. She gets... gets, So Perrin had one of the 
had one of the sentences in the crosses of twilight mm-hmm. um summary Egwene gets the other Egwene gets kidnapped that's the mm-hmm. that, that's the that's the yeah. other yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah paragraph page <laughs> chapter whatever you want to say yeah there are two of them yeah that that's that's it yeah and yeah and it's like and, and and it comes right at the end of the book so while his parent you were just kind of like yeah this is good i'm glad that we got this right Egwene is actually something crazy that happens and you're like i forgot what this felt like yes <laughs> yes right. exciting things to, to happen yes um yeah okay uh, i think i'm good on a queen okay um uh, let's let's do matt okay uh ugh. so we're gonna be starting um uh well into this large book um because matt is not in path of daggers at all <laughs> Um, uh, he is God. He, uh, yeah. So he's so he's an Ibu Dar. Um, the Shan Chen have taken it. They took it at the end of book seven. Um, and he meets his love interest that has been foreshadowed for many many books. John, you, you sighed before you said their phrase love interest. It's man, it's almost like every single main character, like by necessity, has to be paired off. <laughs> Certainly seems that way. And you know, Bella's never pa- paired off. Well, the dark one's not going to be paired off. <laughs> mm. I, I haven't dug into those theories. I just know that they exist, but. <laughs> Um, what do you mean theories? <laughs> um, well, I guess when we when when they cast Bella, then we'll know what the voice of Shaitan is going to sound like. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, men, men Tuan are bad. I just I don't like it. They, they're they're really bad. Tuan and Tuan is mostly real is is mostly bad in my opinion but she's really bad around Matt when she's not with Matt she's fine there's some I I get a little more tolerable of her if it's not yes. part of a Matt Tuan thing the, the one thing that is it is kind of funny when that she calls him toy but I that that is kind of funny <laughs> like she she just refers if, to I him don't as toy. like and not even because I like I, I I I just don't think it's funny. That's no, that's I, that, that's the only kind of redeeming thing I have <laughs> not at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and wouldn't you think that he would respond a little more, a, a little more negatively yeah. to being called a toy after he was a toy? In book seven, yes, yeah, I. Well, and also, but Jordan doesn't kind of, doesn't really play stuff like that. <laughs> no, no, he. And the thing, the thing with the thing with Matt with Matt as a character is he's kind of he's he doesn't really do romance like his things. He doesn't really do romance. I mean, he's he gets around a lot, but he doesn't like. He doesn't do romance so all of a sudden, and it, it, it basically just because it was just because it was prophesized. He's like, like uh, oh, I have to pay attention to this. So in my notes, I literally have a line that says, "So he wants to marry Tuan because destiny?" <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, that's yeah. Th- that's all I. 
Yeah. Oh, they're the ones that had the. Uh, never mind. That was something different. Um. Yeah, I just. <laughs> yeah. So they. I mean, they they escape Ibudar, which is, you know, it, it's it's a, it's exciting. It's, yeah, it's, sure. It's a little tension filled. Yeah. No. This. Yeah. This. <laughs> And then they, they then they spend the 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 last third of this book, um, <laughs> uh, j- just trying to Tra- fur- further escape because because the, the Shanchan control oh, yeah, ta- territory right. well into Altara and they're trying to escape that. Um, and the only th- other thing that happens is that Matt realizes Tuan can channel the one power. Oh yeah, yeah, that's which right. Which it's I- like. Great, he realized that. I, yeah. I mean, we we knew that already. I mean, I guess it's kind of a big ish deal because, like, he's like, man, I'm thinking of getting hitched to uh, uh, ch- a bloody eye ch- Sedai. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. And uh, the part of how they escape Ibudar is this is Fallon Luca, and uh, <laughs> I just like I, I just remember I, just when I thought. Like after book book five, I think was when we had previously gotten the most of him, and just the, just the fact that that's how they escape Ibudar, and he stays with them, like they stay with him, and I'm just like, please stop. <laughs> I'm like like the like I just there's n- there's not a single enjoyable thing about the circus sequences. Like well, because in, in the last part and earlier it's different because Elaine, because Nynaeve and Elaine, like Nynaeve in particular, gets important character development. Now that development has nothing to do with the circus because it's all dream world stuff with Egwene and other things. Yeah, it's, it has but, nothing to do with right, reality. But but it, it happens in that section, so it's flavored a little bit better. But this, I'm just like. Ugh. Please come on. And <laughs> you 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 finished the series now, so I can't convince you that the series ends with Valan Luca defeating the Dark One. <laughs> it just this Which I would have liked to do. It's just there, there's nothing there's not like kinda of like what you said about the tw- like there's just nothing like you like uh, I just there was not a single time was that I enjoy reading the circus sections. What if what if um, Perrin is about to mount oh, a rescue of Fayil <laughs> and then the circus shows up and they're like and they're like we can't attack now the circus is too loud. Would, we have to wait longer. Would I have stopped reading? <laughs> Re- listen and find out. <laughs> I. It's just uh, like, and it's you know what's interesting is e- even in because all right there, I'll admit just there's a lot of stuff throughout the entire series that I don't love with Jordan's. I I think Jordan is too long winded overall. Now that's slightly hypocritical because Sanderson's my favorite author currently, and he's also very long winded, but. And without going into a Sanderson converting to Jordan thing, when Jordan was long-winded early on, it, it, it didn't. I didn't feel like it. It was just certain sections where I'm like, okay, this dragged on a little too long, like the circus or some of the traveling sections in books one through three. Uh, but it's but these sections I'm but like they were broken up by character moments or important like action sequences whereas there's just nothing like there's nothing about these traveling sequences 
or circus sections where I'm like, I'm not engaging with this at all. <laughs> what about what about the the, the world? Uh, learning about the world during the traveling scenes. I I, I or, is, or was it or, or was it just that they did not have to be that long? You, you would have wa- you wanted them, but not yes, that. agreed. Yes, okay. Yeah, no, it's 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 not like a problem with like it's not. I mean, it's there's lots of physical journeys that the characters go on. Like so, it's so like there's going to be those sections, and like they're also like important to have things like that in there for pacing. So like so yeah, it's not like their existence; it's just that in general they go on too long. And I feel like these books in particular, eight through seven, really eight through ten, it's just a lot of those, and they're like worse than the earlier sections. Mm-hmm. Because uh, at this point, I'm I'm kind of at this point I'm thinking, all right, we we we're, we should be ramping up to like heading towards the climax of the series. Where or 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 at least there are like major cl- like plot things that sh- we should be heading towards, like the well, as we get we'll talk about soon, like the cleansing and the ISDI. Like the resolution of the schis- whatever resolution the schism is going to have, right. like you have those things around. Like okay, even they're not like the main things. They're coming. They're they have to be coming up soon, and they do in these books. But after a lot of just nothing, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So that's Matt. Okay, uh, uh, Rand. Let's 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 right. talk about Rand. Yeah, I mean, Rand does. Yeah, he 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 gets most of the cool parts. Yep. Yeah, my guy. He's last. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, let's start with the cleansing because it's the best part of these three books. Okay. Uh, It's it's at least thus far certainly the coolest magic battle sequence. At least just from a purely geek out point of view. You mean in the whole series? So far, yes. Cause, okay. Because you never have this many channelers of that magnitude in one place. I mean, I, you could argue Demise Wells, but there's a lot of other things going on in Demise Wells. Yeah, this uh, is more primarily magic, yes. whereas Demise Wells was a lot of just standard warfare. Yes. Like, well, well I mean, Demise Wells might be a little overall cooler just because you get... It's just, well, I think it is. Yeah, and it's, but I see what yes. you're saying too. But anyways, but yeah, like as far as like magic fight type stuff goes, so far this would probably be my favorite, just because I mean, and I think I and I, the point of view hopping is really cool, and the for, like you guys, you get a lot of different points of view, a lot of forsaken points of view, a lot of different types of channeling. It's just a really cool, and, and there's tension, and there's. And, it's, and it doesn't just feel like there are channelers, groups of channelers running at each other because it's all centered around everyone either trying to, like, protect Rand and Nynaeve who are trying to cleanse the source or kill Rand and Nynaeve. Mm-hmm, or Rand, right. Rand and Nynaeve. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So it's, yeah, it's it's the, I mean, the Forsaken, basically, are attempting to stop Rand and Nynaeve and it's, like, all of the... 
of the of the a, a lot of the heavy all, hitter, all, yeah. all of the surviving Forsaken. Yeah, well, um, which we never see. I mean, other than in their socials, at least so far, we haven't seen that many Forsaken taking action in one place. No, and, and that's it's, true. And, and it's interesting because I think it's book six when they're like. It's five or six when they're studying a trap for Rand and you're almost anticipating three or four of them to come at him at once. I think it's five. I think it's no, five it's because five. Ravine is yes. part of it. Yeah, it's five, yes. So, like, you're anticipating that and it doesn't happen, which doesn't happen, which is fine because how that stuff does go down is awesome. But, but yeah, just the number of all the Forsaken that are there and stuff adds to how cool it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, and he's defended by Cad Swain and Ashaman, who are still loyal. Um, that, yes, he, because right, yeah. he's learned that some are definitely not because he gets totally attacked at the end of book, uh, at the end of Path of Daggers. Yes, so... Okay, so the Black Tower... There isn't, like, a lot, a lot to say right now, but we know that something's going on. Like, something is happening there that's kind of shady. I mean, well, it's stupid that Rand hasn't checked in with them in a while. But besides that, why didn't we see more of that in this section instead of the... Prophet slash file kidnapping Ark and Matt and Tuon and mm-hmm. more Bull of the Winds and Elaine. Because mm-hmm. uh, um, that, at least, I mean, something was happening such that people, Ashraman, tried to kill Rand. So, I mean. <laughs> yeah, and maybe the instinct was to kind of keep it secret or keep an air of mystery around it but i just don't think you can do it for that long right that's yeah and it would have been you didn't have to reveal everything or even much of anything um no because you can by by basically putting a camera in in the black Black tower and creating a just, just more because you have a, enough named um, Ashaman that you could just make them and, POV characters. Right, and Logan's also there. Yes, yeah, and Logan so, could have been the most prominent POV, yeah. or maybe, maybe, maybe not, depending on yeah, what you want right. him to know and what you don't want him to. That's tell true. Us. Yeah, um, that's true. Well, and, and and we get a little bit of it because, or well, we get some of it from the eyes because. Pavara and like or Elida sends that group of people yeah. and Logan a group of Aes Sedai to the Black Tower and Logan and, and company capture them and use compulsion on them, which that's also not cool. <laughs> no. At all. But um but like so we get like snippets of it and I'm but uh Yeah. But yeah, so is, is that it about the Black Tower? Yeah, I mean, there really isn't... I mean, unless you have something else... At this point, there really isn't a lot else we can really talk about. On the... You mean... On the uh, Black Tower. On the Black Tower, no. Yeah. No. Um, one thing One thing that's kind of a more random comment, because there is more random stuff, obviously, but at one point, and it's in my winner's heart notes, Demandred mentions dozens of Chosen dying before. 
I, I have to look up the exact page and whatnot, but like almost insinuating that there were like more than the thirteen that were presented with, like in the Age of Legends or something. Maybe. That, I mean, that, I, I, that, that makes sense because it, it doesn't. Well, it doesn't come up for the rest of at least book nine or ten. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. So I mean, I. I, that line just stuck out to me just because it, it because all the Forsaken do get named and get screen time throughout the series. So it just it, it, it just kind of a big, big-ish deal if there were like more than not not that like there not that it, like we would need to know all of them like if there were like dozens, but mm-hmm. uh, that was just kind of a question like a little detail. Yeah, I don't, I don't really have any insight into that. Um, I don't know. What that's about. I also like the the the, the visuals uh, um, of the cleansing. Hmm. Um, it was a really um, great great visual with the funneling of the taint into yep. Shadar Lagoth, and a really great idea too. Because what do you do with trash? You throw it so, on a pile of trash. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, and, and even better that that the trash, the two different types of trash, effectively neutralize each other. <laughs> yes, yes. Because that's how it had to work. Yes. Uh, no, I agree. That mm-hmm. yeah, that is cool. It was cool to see him go in Winter's Heart, going around to the different places to gather to try and. Retrace, like philosophically, retrace uh, what's his face's steps. Um, the philosopher, uh, um, um, Her- Herod Fell, Herod Fell, yeah, to kind of retrace that. Uh, like, like it, it was cool for to watch him and Min kind of re- going to the different. Yeah, stops. because you feel like you might get a snippet of of Her- of, of, of 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 revelation. Yes, yes, yeah. Well, and it, and it is also like I, I do like. Men in, I do like men in this section at large, just because she's a, and she's kind of, I don't know if I mentioned this before. She she's the only one of his kind of three women that that really manages to calm him down. Yes, yes, she is. Like she. That's why I like their relationship. Yes, <laughs> yeah, which is, yeah, like, and, and so it is cool when, especially like since he's at his. Like getting progressively less and like more and more unstable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, she at a certain degree, it's is she holding back like a flood, but <laughs> but but yeah, uh, but and it works for a while until like stuff keeps happening and it gets right. harder and harder to do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but, but I did enjoy them kind of hopping around to different places. Uh, if there was, yeah. If it, I I still wish I could like step into the book and somehow stop the golem from killing Herod Fell. It's it feels like such yes. such a huge loss. Yeah, because yeah, because like because he just because of how much he just knew. Well, or yeah, yeah, just how much he knew. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that was cool and is far far matting is really cool. Yes, I, I I enjoyed parts of farm. I, I didn't. I again, like a lot of this these books. I think we spent either too much time there or not enough really happened there. 
but conceptually, like a city that doesn't have shit, like a city that's managed to physically prevent, well, for the most part, channeling is mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah, Cad Swain has to have her little you know, store of one power to be able to channel because the way that the larger Terangriel in Far- Farmatting works is that it blocks yes, the, one, the, the right. one power. Yes, yeah, it's like it's, it's like a bubble-like type shield, whereas if you're able to get it in, like somehow get the one power into formatting, then, yeah. Then you're fine. I don't, I don't think bringing the one power into a steading would work. Probably not, because it, I don't think so, because we're led to believe that there's just, that you just can't, like, you just, like, you just can't do it. Like, I... I, I think of it like like the, a setting in particular. There, all right. So there's these things in some of the in the Star Wars like legends. It, now it's not quote unquote not canon, but these these creatures called I think they're called Isalamari that one of the characters has, and they essentially emit a field in wh- where the Force does not exist. So you literally cannot like you can't. Like, you can't feel or tap into the force when you're within that bubble. That seems more like a studying where you just, it just doesn't, it just doesn't really, it just doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Or it doesn't exist, or it's just such that you're just not able to access it at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that is, that is the, uh, another example of something that you put in the story to stop your character from doing the thing. Yes, <laughs> yes. I, I mean, I, I actually love how it's used in Star in the Star Wars books, but but in this one it works too. But yes, yeah. that, that is essentially what it to stop to stop the character from doing the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, ma- so um, I I I want I, I want to get to the um, the 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 Shancha. Yep that that was going to be the the, uh, the 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 kind of main. There's a couple other things we can touch on, but that's the other main thing I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have yeah, I this is one of those things where my attitude on on something really took a turn for the better hmm. upon my reread um because I mean like I I loved and from the beginning I loved and was wowed by Rand's reintroduction of Calendor. I was like Oh, uh, yes. That's a, that's a thing from the earlier yes. books, and I missed the earlier books. Yes. I'm so glad this is here. And then the, the subsequent destruction he causes with it is, is, is something happening with a capital S and a capital H. Yes. Now, though, I, I really appreciate the view of warfare as portrayed by this yes, that, battle of attrition. Yes, that, that's exactly... Yeah, that was my... What I was going to say along those lines is that it's it, this whole sequence is unique amongst the lots of battle sequences or war sequences within yes. the Wheel of Time because and, and I it's so protracted. Yes, yeah, it's so protracted, but but it never feels. But it's not like it's slow. Like I was really engaged when I was reading this section, just because of how he writes it and having not served in the military or ever fought in a war I don't really know what it's like but I'm guessing that this that a lot of this is Jordan channeling Vietnam I think especially so too. with kind of the guerrilla warfare and 
and both and, and and both sides kind of felt like they lost. Yeah, at the, at the end, that uh, there was no true victory here. He was he, he was he 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 knew what he was doing here. He, he yes. really did. He, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean the the battle sequences are really cool to read, basically. But um, but but yeah, more importantly, it's what he's saying. Yeah, about yeah, the no, there's no good victory in with in Rand's campaign against the Shanshan overall. It almost feels like Kalendor is a a, a metaphor for something because yeah, it's, I was... it's it's it's, it's um, lack of buffer against the taint. That causes Rand to basically destroy his own army as well. Yes, yes, there. Yeah, yeah. I I had like a similar thought in regards to, um, calendar. It, it's it's not a it's not a metaphor for it's not like a direct metaphor for a nuke, but it, it's it's a similar. It, it, it's almost as if he were saying. I mean, all right. I mean, uh, the most direct context, this like would be applied to be Vietnam. Is what if we went, what if we went an extra step or two further with destruct with like our destructive capabilities? Like, would that? And his answer here seems to have been, it wouldn't have really. Mattered. It wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. As a matter of fact, it may, made it might have worse. Yeah, might have made it worse. The the idea that the America's power is 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 equally as damaging to it. Yes, and, yeah, and and, 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 and and that was something that had not been after like World War Two. You know, that was something where you know it was it was a very clear cut fight, and it, the the war did a lot of good for the economy. Um, it was just a whole different thing. Yes, well, whereas with Vietnam, um, the the more that we threw against Vietnam, it didn't. Yeah, the more that we lost faith and lost morale at home. Yes, and yeah, and that is kind of a similar kind of what he's saying. And we're we're not trying to get into real-world politics with this, but this is a... Given that Jordan served in Vietnam and that this is, at least how I... Given what I know about Vietnam, a lot of how the war was, like, directed or how the war happened, this seems to be a pretty... Like, a pretty clear... Like in that, uh, yeah, we're not trying to make any of, statements. No, it's, it's just that we're, we're trying to trace how he, Jordan's attempting to reflect here. Yes. Um, yeah, and you really see it from because Rand's reaction and Bashir, like as well as kind of like, dude, stop, we gotta go. <laughs> yeah, like he, I, I, I like, like Bashir. Yes, I like Bashir I a lot. Like Bashir. Yes, I yeah, I I like Bashir a lot. Can't do anything else from this section. Uh, That's all I remember. Yeah, I yeah. yeah that's there's not anything <coughs> else it's major. Really it's oh, the, one of my one of my at least favorite quotes up to this point might be, "I am the storm." 
Van <laughs> which is I mean it happens right before Van does a terrible thing well a great and terrible <laughs> thing <laughs> but it's still a really terrible cool line yeah, or sorry yeah, terrible yes <laughs> but great <laughs> yes Thank you for correcting my, my misquote. But, um, yeah, that it's, it's a cool quote at a cool moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, or at least, at least like you said with the initial calendars back, this is awesome. Yeah, that was, that was, uh, the, that was the other thing. Yeah. And then in Crossroads of Twilight, he sends some people to negotiate with the Shanshan and then at the end of the book they come back to tell him that the Shanshan are gonna negotiate with him. Yay! The, uh... So, okay. The... Oh, oh, wait. Okay, hold on. So... The... Just... what makes going in, digging into Crossroads of Twilight and just what makes it just bad is this is literally the this is literally all of the uninteresting stuff that's happening with everybody else while the cleansing is going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that never like, work. That doesn't work out well. No, like I don't. I almost said it never works out well. It could. It could. It, well, okay, no, okay, well, hold on, no, 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 okay. It, it never works out well to talk about all the uninteresting yes, stuff correct. that yes, happens. Yes, yes, yes. But you can go parallel in time and be fine yes. as long as the other stuff is interesting. Well, and, and, and it's and, not. And, and also, like, and also, if we were getting new stuff that also, so for Adela, if, if there was something, some big, like, political revelation with Lane at the end of book two, Ten or something. Yeah, that, if we were getting like, some yeah, chaos. Like, yeah, like if, if there was something like that that happened that had an impact on Rand that we, we didn't that happened around the same time as the cleansing, but we didn't know about. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, that would make sense. Like it, it, it's really like the fact you know it feels like you know if you know like when bands release B sides and like singles, like for or, like a lot of bands were released like. Besides to an album later on when they do like a re-release or a remaster mm-hmm. of the album, like decades later, that's what this feels like. It's it's it's, it's the this is the, this is the B-side chapters of well, I don't want to say the B-side chapters of Winter's Heart because Winter's Heart is part of the B-side chapters of Wheel of Time, but <laughs> but but like the, but this is worse because it's you have the cleansing, which is one of the coolest moments in the whole series so far. And just this. <laughs> either Elaine, at the very least, either Elaine or Perrin's story should have been concluded in this book. Yeah, I, I don't mean the whole story. I just mean the stuff that is that they're currently going through. That's right. I. That's right. It's yeah. Yeah, because that would have at least then there would have at least been something that we can say this book does. But Perrin's decision with the axe and the hammer, while a key character point or plot, like character development point for him, is still plot-wise just a part of the Fayokinevin arc. And Gwen's or, or, or uh, Elaine's, I forget how this, I forget exactly how ten ends with her, but 
it's not like there's like it's not I a resolution. There's anything. It's I, not a resolution for. But, but with with Perrin having that moment, and with I believe Elaine's um, dealings in Andor coming before Fael's capture, both of those things point to Elaine's story should have been resolved in ten. Oh yeah, yes, yes, yeah. I and this is just more of those outlining things I would have liked to have seen, or or like outlining things that you could rearrange and and the honestly the the only plot line that I would that I would say could be entirely cut out is the fire kidnapping one, mm-hmm. just because it's it's so bad. You can't cut out a lane, no, because you need no, to, you need to do that. no, like no, like and there and I could see a version of that story that's cool, interesting, and like you could make like a. And it almost seems like he was kind of sort of trying to do a political thriller thing with her, mm-hmm. but it just doesn't really work. Wow. Like, like there's more tension with the Egwene stuff, even though she's... Well, I guess she's... And they're both, like, in danger, kind of, sort of, but... But uh, I... Yeah, I don't know. It's just a... Like, like I, I could see where he's almost trying to do that political thriller stuff because people try to kill her but I don't again I again per also per the uh Deus Ex Min visions <laughs> the uh there's like we know that the not at least they're not going to succeed yet until she has the babies <laughs> or, uh, uh, unless Min's wrong but <laughs> no, no, what what uh, um yeah I mean I, I I almost because Jordan did say that Crossroads of Twilight did not come out the way he expected it to, <laughs> and yeah. I mean it's possible that he was trying. He was like, "Okay, I'm going to use this book to be artsy," <laughs> and just oh, like okay. and just like okay, I, I I have this idea for a book where you have this kind of. Uh, ep- I don't know if episodic is the right word, but I'm going to use it anyway. Episodic sure. treatment of these other storylines. Um, and then maybe he realized later that he forgot to put interesting things in those <laughs> episodes. Yeah, well, and it's, you know, and I actually think that maybe there's some interesting stuff with the prophet. I don't particularly like that story either. But there could be more interesting stuff with Perrin and Fael and Berylane having to fi- having to figure out how to deal with him. I mean, he is still in this... Like, he's still a thing they have to deal with at some point, but... Yeah. Which, I mean, it, that would... If, if you just had to deal with him, that would be fine if the Prophet were a more interesting character. But he's, but he's not. He's, he's, he's just kind of a blind religious... Zealot, which and the white cloaks kind of are, but the white cloaks are more a little more interesting because there's there's more intrigue, there's more politics, there's more specificity because they're they're for them the one all the one all of the one power is evil. We want to get we, we want to get to the last battle and and the Aes Sedai are bad. Like there's at least more specific things where the prophet is kind of like. 
I like Rand a lot, you should too, or else. And that's kind of really all... Right. And, and there's plenty... And, and, and every villain in this series, to some degree, does the or else at some point. So it's kind of... The, the threat of him doing violent <laughs> stuff in and of itself is kind of doesn't really... I don't know, it just... There isn't a lot of... As much nuance or... I don't even know if there are, there were any ever confirmed to be dark friends among the Dragon Sworn. I don't... Yeah, so I don't... So it's like, this This is the one group that's that's so um, uninteresting that you can't even have dark friends among right. them. Right, yes, which is also funny because the dark friends are... Like, this. they're... In, the like, point of dark friends yes. is that they're everywhere. Yes, and we have seen dark friends in pretty much every single group we have encountered... So far, mm-hmm. like I, I, I mean, maybe a couple, like yeah. If you, if you don't, I mean, if you don't count like um, nationalities, because I mean, they there are, but like oh, you don't necessarily yeah, no, I, yeah, know like, who they are, right? Yeah, yeah, like more like groups like like the Aes Sedai, like obviously the Black Aja, mm-hmm. and there was there are dark friend Aiel. There are we dark, just we no, just haven't seen. Dark friends. There weren't the, any the, dark friends in the kin. Right. And there weren't any dark friends the in the borderlanders. In in the borderlands. That's no Intar. In, oh yeah, Intar. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. that was earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but again, that's earlier, so we don't we don't know nationalities or countries as well at that point. But yeah, well, I guess we know the Porterlanders, but um, uh, and well, yeah, there's, there's obviously dark friends in the White Cloaks, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm trying to any other no, that's random. It. I mean, there's a lot of minor stuff we missed. Let me, I'm gonna look through do kind of a hot right. take. Oh, Leandrin to Damani. Yeah, it's oh. one of those things where you're like, yeah, yeah, like, well, that, that, yeah, that, I don't know how to feel, right? Like that's a, the, the demonian, like, but, yeah, I'm like, oh, she kind of got what she deserved, but like, does anyone deserve that? Right? <laughs> it's kind of like, uh, um, we've had some distance from book two, and I would have, uh, I feel a little more ambivalent about it than I might have. In, in book two, <laughs> yes, I'm trying. Just double checking. Oh yeah, so is uh, Rand and Logan finally meet in Rand's like one scene in Crossroads of Twilight? I think is that the first time they actually like meet. I'm sorry, who? Rand and Logan meet in his scene in Crossroads of Twilight, and like the one or two scenes he's in Crossroads that- of Twilight. Is, I, think I think it is. I think that might be because the only Logan a- does talk about how he saw Rand in Camelin that day when he was captured, and the oh. reason that he saw Rand is because he could sense the one power and whatever, right. and Rand was just blinding. Right. Yeah, but they didn't. Obviously, obviously they didn't actually meet. Uh, I do think uh, I do think it was 
interesting. Oh, how the tower eyes today, like Elida wants to bond Ashman as warders. That's interesting and to see how that would go. I, I mean, I like it just because interaction, we haven't really had a lot of interaction between the white and black tower yet, other than, right. like, they talk about each other a lot, but the black tower, the black tower doesn't really talk about, like, because, because they're, they're just doing their own yeah, thing. Yeah, whereas, whereas obviously for the white tower, they're like, an entire group of men channelers, and like, especially yeah. Elida's. <laughs> and they're, and they're, yeah, they're freaking yeah, and terrified, and the Ashmer are just like, like, okay, you're there. If you if you come over, you'll probably regret it. But yeah, like, we don't. But even, we don't, yeah, we don't, we don't even really want know. you to come over necessarily. We don't right. Care. Yeah, but yeah, but it was yeah. So I was excited or interested to get see more interaction there. Uh, oh yeah, this the so harbor thing. That's isn't that like the parent bubble of evil? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was another <laughs> side quest within a side quest within a side quest. If you want to, like, <laughs> it's 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 like when you're it's like say you're playing Skyrim and you start this one quest and oh I'm going to do this thing and oh well this is a minor thing that'll only take me five minutes. <laughs> it's like that, but like everything but you don't really care about any of it. <laughs> yeah. I see that. Right. Um, I think that's all I've really got. Again, I'm sure we might have missed. A couple of things, but honestly, they're... Oh, I think we missed more than a couple things. We, we did, but I don't, like... There's not enough... I don't know. I, I, I'm i happy with this decision. Yeah, I... Yeah. I, and I know we kind of wanted to do at least one at least one or two... Well, initially we wanted to do at least two per episode, and originally we were going to do one for each of these books, and we were thinking, well... Uh, do I have an hour's worth of things to say about Crossroads of Twilight? <laughs> no, I I don't. We no no not yeah. Um, the, us together wouldn't have had would have would have had maybe a half hour. Right? Cause, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we do tangents and stuff. Because that's a thing. So like, but even yes. with tangents, that's still yeah. Anyway, so okay. So yeah, next time. Life of Dreams. Yes. <laughs> Book 11. We're getting there. Yeah, so this has been there. our episode on The Path of Winter's Twilight. Yes. <laughs> we are your hosts, Johnny. And John. And thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.